Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Welcome to the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction. Online at edgeconstructioncompany.com. Now here's your host, Sean Preble and Mike Tuick of Edge Construction. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction. Of course, their website, edgeconstructioncompany.com. It's all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. When you get to the website, a couple of links there that are important, one to a Facebook page and one to a Howes page. And each of those pages have some examples of some of the work the guys have been doing. If you've never been to Howes before, it's a really cool site, great uh, place to see some examples and get some ideas for doing some uh, home remodeling, and uh, things are very, very cool on that site. If you get those ideas, Mike would love to talk with you. have been thinking about doing a home remodel, telephone number 636-3343. That's 636-EDGE. Mike, how are you doing this week? I'm great, Sean. Great to see you. And uh, in past shows, we brought up universal design and in, in kind of the context of whether we're talking kitchens, bathrooms, basements, um, just kind of overall remodeling. And it's kind of bits and pieces of it. I guess today we're kind of we're going to really focus in on what universal design is, how it applies and talk about some of the uh, some of the principles to universal design. But before we get to that, let's talk just really quickly um, for people who may not have heard uh, you talk about universal design in the past, in a nutshell, what are we talking about? Well, so universal design is. Uh, I'll I'll go back a little bit. So if you if I mentioned ADA, the Americans with Disabilities Act, a lot of people wouldn't know what that means. So if you're if you're in an airport, you go to the bathroom, you see a lot of space, you see at least one stall with a five foot turnaround. Um, and, and that you can make a, a case that that bathroom works for everyone. It works mm-hmm. for somebody without a disability. It works for somebody that's older, younger, um, and somebody with a dis- disability, but it's very visible. Um, so what universal design does is it's, it, you know, the, the kind of the, how I understand universal design is that it meets the needs of somebody that has a disability or a broken leg or some kind of injury that prevents them from getting around or maybe they need help to get around or maybe they can't grip things or and and turn maybe they you know they're just built that way or or it works for for us when we get older but it also it 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 is attractive it's not visible like a ramp going up into a house that's not really universal design mm-hmm. uh somebody who's healthy can walk up a ramp somebody that's in a chair can go up a ramp but it's, it's very visible and not always what you want to be looking at. So I don't know if that's a <laughs> – we'll kind of back into universal design that way. And, 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 and as we talk, yeah, a lot of this stuff will make a lot of sense. I, I understand. And, and to me, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And that's and that's a good way to describe it, too, when you talk about um, ADA. It's very obvious, very apparent um, what the function is. And it's very obvious when you walk in. When you talk universal design, the, the function is there. It's very useful, but it's it's not something that that stands out. And I think um, one of the big things that we've noticed are things like no step entries. And, and you mentioned even things like with a ramp in front of the house, rather than having a house that's sitting up, so you need a ramp in the design. The house is being built at level, so you don't have to have that that structure out front. Yeah, and, and so a, a kind of a big one of the big tenants for uh, universal design is is getting rid of that step on. So you have one, at least one entry. 
where you can go into the house without a step. And it, it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody that's in a chair that can't roll over a step. It it can be, I think it's a nicer way to come into the house. Uh, you know, if, if you don't have a disability, if you're, if you're a young person, healthy, you're walking in with an mm-hmm. armload of groceries, you don't have to go up a step. That's, that's just a better way to get in the house. I've seen, and, in, in, um, you know, the no step, I've seen a lot of that. I have noticed, though, with, like, garages, and I don't know if it's just out of out of convenience, I do still see sometimes people having ramps, and I don't know if that's a, a function of, okay, it's, it's, um, it's good to have for, you know, easily accessible, but also moving things from point A to point B. It's probably nice if you want got to use a dolly or something when you're moving, get in the ramp and in the house. It is nice. I, I really think that. Um, when you when you see a ramp going somewhere, and I you know we've seen them, we've done them in in garages, uh, sort of a I don't want to say as an afterthought, but uh, maybe that need wasn't there mm-hmm. when the house got built for whoever built it, but now we need a, a a way to get in that house that doesn't have a step, or maybe somebody's usually if somebody's uh you know a chair and got to roll in, then we you know you got to make accommodations for that. I I think the ramp is a little bit of a of an afterthought, a fix, a mm-hmm. fix later. Um, you know, a ramp inside the garage, it's not, it's fine. It looks, you know, you can, you can cement those ramps so there are no maintenance. There's ways to do it. Uh, but I, but I would say, okay, if it doesn't cost any more when you built the house yeah. <laughs> to, to have that garage floor be at the same level as, as the floor inside the house, there's your no step entry so that, so that it works nicer and works better for everybody. What about um, staying to a single floor? I, I, as you start talking about no step entries, I start thinking, okay, once you're in the house, what about getting upstairs? And and some of this is just simply designing and saying when we design the house, we're going with one single floor. It is, and and I we're seeing more of that. Um, you know, it used to be that. I you know I always thought of the ranch house as kind of like my my old my old aunt's house where you know okay <laughs> yeah. you're you're tired of the two story going up and down with the laundry and you you want to retire to a one level and get in there but some of the ranch houses we're doing now are just a, a beautiful uh, great design uh, big open spaces in the common areas so your you know your great room kitchen all those you're bringing all that stuff together. Um, you know, it, there's something to be said for not having to drag things upstairs, and uh, I always am. I'm very jealous when we when we work on a nice ranch house because they have this you know great big basement. <laughs> yes, you know they can have you know all the all the good stuff down there. What about um, with with single floor living? And obviously, most houses now are are being designed to have the laundry on the main level as well, just for simply the fact that it's convenient. What about things like utilities as well? Are we seeing people kind of uh, abandoning the basement or is that still still fairly common to be putting the water heater the furnace the utility box still downstairs yeah and in, and in wisconsin and in the midwest uh you know it's it's a it's a regional thing mm-hmm. we have basements so the you know if you go to california or arizona you you probably see the that stuff in a closet mm-hmm. in the garage for us we've got you know we 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 build basements we put it down we down there we're actually looking at a couple of plans on smaller houses where where you can get you can build on a slab and you could have your you could have a closet inside the house uh with your utilities in it so mm. it's it's not a it's not a done deal i i think in in the midwest where you've got to dig a uh you know you got to have at least a four foot wall um uh to get down below frost um you know and then you're pouring a slab anyways 
the the basement space is a pretty good buy. Um, yeah. You know, if you're building in an area where you don't have to deal with the frost, then 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 some of those other options look pretty attractive. What about laundry? Is is that something that we're almost universally seeing main floor or upstairs, depending? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, main floor is is the most common. Um, it's it's not uncommon now on on some of the, a lot of the new houses we're working on where they'll actually sneak in another laundry up you know a laundry upstairs another you know maybe just a laundry room laundry closet mm-hmm. maybe a stackable up there or or downstairs so you're uh, we've we've done houses you know you talk about these ranch houses where we have the the main laundry on the on the uh, on the main floor on the first floor and then maybe there'll be another laundry in the basement so that. It can handle some of the rougher stuff if you got some some hunters or, yeah. <laughs> or kids that like to play in the mud. <laughs> or just kids, yes. <laughs> exactly. He is Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. Don't forget you can find them online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. It's all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Telephone number for Edge, 636-3343. That phone number is so easy to remember. It is 636-EDGE. We'll continue our conversation with Mike about universal design, some of the features, some of the great benefits to incorporating universal design. We will do all of that. That next as the home remodeling show brought to you by edge construction continues right here welcome to the home remodeling show with edge construction online at edgeconstructioncompany.com this is the home remodeling show brought to you by edge construction you can find them online edgeconstructioncompany.com that's all one word edgeconstructioncompany.com you can learn a little bit about edge construction there's also a few links there one to their facebook page some really cool pictures of some of the work the guys have been doing also their house page h-o-u-z-z not only does it have some examples of some of the work that they do at edge construction when you're at house you can put together some ideas ideas books and some other things going it's kind of like pinterest um for a home remodeling been getting some ideas been thinking about doing some remodeling mike would love to talk with you telephone number at edge construction 608-636-3343 that number 636 edge talking about universal design some of the principles some of the uh great benefits to universal design and before we uh get to the next point real quick our, our is this pretty much now the standard? I mean, if, if you're building a new home or doing any kind of significant remodel, is this kind of universal design and these principles kind of the standard process? I I really think it should be okay. the standard. Um, on new construction, I would say, no, not yet. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it's it's pretty background, and, and a lot of builders aren't really familiar with it. Um, you know, if you, when you're remodeling, it's a little different because, uh, you know, a lot of the houses we're remodeling, it's, it's not – just updating we're updating for a purpose where people have put a lot more thought into this and and sometimes those remodels are triggered by life events maybe they are going well i'm getting older i we don't have a first floor bath or um we we need to you know make our you know kitchen easier to get around in or or you know we talk about the or when we're doing a bath we want we saw this we wanted a Mm -hmm. you know a no threshold shower or, uh, so on remodeling side, I think the remodelers are pretty familiar with it. Okay. I hope they are. I hope they are anyway. Um, because it should really be driving everything. I, on, the, on the flip side, if you buy a, a fridge now or a dishwasher, you're going to notice that they're coming with very easy ways to open, you know, where you can get your hand in there. You're not grabbing a knob and turning anything. Um, the, those all the suppliers have all the manufacturers of the products that are, that are going into homes. They're they're really on board with with universal design, and they are creating products that that fit this mold. The the trouble is you're not you know you probably wouldn't know that you're buying something that's <laughs> yeah. you know you're gonna think wow this looks great it works great, 
And you don't realize the influence of universal design on those products. And I think one of the first times this came up, and I think one of the things you used to illustrate was um, the 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 stuff on your on your cupboards, for example, is knobs versus handles. I thought, well, what's the difference? I mean, it's just personal preference. And you pointed out, well, there is a di- there is a legitimate reason to stick with handles over knobs. It's, there's there's a good reason for that. Yeah, I mean, some people just have you know, as you get older, it gets harder to to grip something and turn it, or or you know, grip a small knob, and so you know now. I do believe some of it's just the style. We mm-hmm. see the the big open handles where you can easily get your hand in there and, and open something up. But uh, that that all has come around. With, I you know I twenty years ago you probably saw those same products like in a hospital where mm. you go in okay this is easy for somebody to open up and it's durable, nice to look at, and so it's worked its way into into home construction. He is Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. Don't forget you can find them online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Telephone number 636-3343. The number is so easy to remember, 636-EDGE. Um, while we're speaking of uh, things like uh, knobs and poles and those type of things, um, what about things like light switches and, and having access to them and outlets and receptacles, that type of stuff? Is that incorporated into this as well? Yeah, for sure. So, uh, you know, um, the, the I'll just call it the, the traditional switch is mm-hmm. that, that small little <laughs> switch yes. that you flip up and up and you know and i, I don't want to say it's splitting hairs um the universal design recommends kind of the paddle switch it's a little bigger uh you can bump it with your elbow or your or the heel of your hand or or your fingers or and i, I guess the the reason it fits in a universal design is it just is seen to work for more people you, all, you also want the that stuff at at a height where somebody you know where it's comfortable if you're if you're able to stand and turn it off and on and and plug things in or if you're in a chair or or somewhere in between so you know all that stuff i think should be influenced by universal design soon enough though alexa is going to control the world so <laughs> you don't need no need for okay, a light switch i'm going to ask tell you okay you got to explain alexa then oh yes real quick alexa that, is this the newest thing in home automation because you can talk to it and you can say alexa turn on the lights and you know what's going to happen at my house right now She's going to hear me on the radio, and my lights are turning on as we speak. It's very cool. It yeah. is. It is super cool. And uh, Mike, we may want to make the case someday that it that is part of Universal Design is having some type of home automation. But we'll do that on a different <laughs> show. Um, uh, other things to uh, to think about too is, and I always think this look looks really nice too, which is nice wide doorways and and getting you know in the house and around the house. I always I notice it now. And it, it looks nicer, but it's also a whole lot more functional. Right. And, and so I understand this be, you know, from the new construction side, because we, do, we work on a lot of the new houses in Dane County. The Most of the people that build houses, and by most, I mean almost all, mm-hmm. are, you know, probably relatively healthy. Um, uh, they're younger, you know, maybe 55 and down for the most part. And they haven't hit this, you know. They haven't hit this time in their life where they're where they're thinking about some of these things. Um, so they're, you know, these houses get built on paper or on a, mm-hmm. on a CAD program now, but we'll just refer to that as on paper. <laughs> uh, so it's just lines on a on a CAD program or on a paper. And you know, when you're building a house, I think the temptation is to want to squeeze as much stuff into it as possible. And if you know you. When you're building a house, you go well. I if I make my hallway six inches wider, that's going to make a couple of bedrooms, you know, six inches smaller. Mm-hmm. So the temptation is to to go to the minimums on some of those things and not think about uh, what happens if if um, if if somebody comes to visit and they need help getting around in my house. 
if I can't stand next to them and and get them to where they need to go, you know, this is going to be a problem. So some some of those that's this is what I'm talking about on the new construction side. People just aren't thinking that way. You know, and you mentioned, too, with it obviously, you know, doing it on paper. And, yeah, you can. It, one of the places I think is probably typically the victim of squeezing things is is the hallway. Because when you're thinking, like, oh, well, I just walk up and down it. <laughs> um, you think about when you actually do apply some of these standards, hallways look better when they've got a little more space. It almost it, it just almost makes the whole house seem larger as well. Um, a couple of other things uh, that, that you mentioned earlier, um, things like uh, dishwashers. Um, front loading accessible there. Um, side by side refrigerators, which are which are very very cool and very very functional. Yeah, you know when I was I was at the at the National Remodeling Show a few weeks or a month ago, and they were I was amazed at you know you look at some of the new products, some some of the new fridges that are out there. Everything about them screams universal design that that somebody can access you know all all the different things you need to access in a fridge or freezer. You know, that if you noticed, um, so I, the fridge in my own house, which needs probably replacing, <laughs> the freezer's up on top. So mm-hmm. for a lot of people, that's that's not accessible. Um, now they have very cool, you know, freezers on the bottom the or or like you t- mentioned, the side-by-sides where anybody can reach that stuff. They they open very well, very easily. Some even have kind of a little bit of an assist. It's a, mm-hmm. It's not an electric assist. Or an actuator, but it's but it's actually just set up this way so that when you when you open it, it, it comes open very easily and it's very accessible. You know, speaking of things that are very accessible, you were showing me some pictures before the show, and one was a was a a high cupboard that had a, and it was really really slick that it, you could actually lower the cupboard down so you could access. And this is uh, as somebody unlike you, I am I am uh, vertically <laughs> challenged. Um, something that is that it's just helpful to have, and you you, you think about like those high cupboards and as we're putting them up higher now the type of stuff that could get lost there well is. and so uh a, a, a really nice tenant of universal design that i like you know we'll approach it from a couple different ways um and the kitchen is one easy ways to organize so that um you know it's not a, just a jumbled mess you can get to things you can you know it's it's organized storage very reachable storage um we have some options now. Uh, there's all this aftermarket stuff that's come out for cabinets, and the cabinet manufacturers have caught on to this. Um, that okay, uh, you know, I had a I had a had somebody uh, about a week ago. They said, "Well, I'm five foot six, and I, it's hard for me to reach up, and I can't get to the, <laughs> that second or third shelf in my upper cabinets, even though I want that storage. I need one or two cabinets that are that are more accessible for me." And you mentioned. Uh, one of the products, and and this is I don't know how to describe this other than it's sort of on a on an arm where basically all this you open it looks normal from the outside. You open the cabinet, and very easily one hand can pull this down. Pretty much the whole inside of the cabinet swings down in front of you onto the countertop, and everything that would normally be you know you'd have to reach way up to get now you can get to. We've got another one where. Uh, it's actually remote controlled, which I, you know, oh, you wow. gotta love that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you push the button, and it's almost like the bottom of the cabinet drops out, and everything comes oh. down. 
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right to countertop level. And... Now, it would be really expensive to do a, a whole kitchen in the aftermarket stuff, uh, but a lot of people now are choosing one or two spots and saying, you know, these are the things I really need to get to, and, uh, you know, it's hard for me to get to them, so we'll plan for this and, and you know, organize things before we even get, uh, we, we order cabinets. He is Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. We've kind of laid the groundwork for Universal Design. We're going to get into a couple of rooms. We'll talk kitchen. We'll talk bath. We'll do all of that next. Don't forget, of course, Edge Construction brings you the home remodeling show right here. You can find them online, edgeconstructioncompany.com. That is all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. Telephone number 608-636-3343. That's 636 Edge, very easy to uh, remember there. The website, again, edgeconstructioncompany.com. We're going to talk and put uh, put some of this stuff to work and uh, kitchen and bath. We will do all of that next as the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction continues right here. Welcome to the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction, online at edgeconstructioncompany.com. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction. Telephone number 608-636-3343. Number so easy to remember. It is 636-EDGE. You can find them online as well, edgeconstructioncompany.com, edgeconstructioncompany.com. A couple of links on the website, both of their Facebook page as well as the Howells page, H-O-U-Z-Z. Thinking about doing a remodel, Mike would love to talk with you. Again, the number 636-3343. That's 636-EDGE to get a hold of the folks at Edge Construction. Of course, they bring you the Home Remodeling Show. We're talking today universal design a great topic it's a very very interesting uh i don't know i was gonna say it's an interesting movement mike but that almost <laughs> sounds it almost sounds like oh, too heady yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly but up um it, but it is interesting and uh it, it's it's something that um you you taught me about a few years ago and and it's uh, now that i know what i'm looking for i think hey look at that and uh it's so much nicer when you see things that are designed this way it's more convenient um it, it's just it looks oftentimes a whole lot better um and we talked a little bit in the the previous couple of segments about what what it is to be uh for universal design what things kind of make that up uh let's start getting into some of the rooms and and uh, since we just brought up bathroom we'll we'll stick with that a little bit um Comfort level toilets, which uh, you can't beat the title. Uh, what is a comfort level toilet? Who doesn't want to be more comfortable Ex- in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah, so a, a comfort height is just a, a taller, taller toilet. So it, you know the the traditional ones for a long time, nobody cared. They're all the same. <laughs> yeah, they had a small bowl. So you know, I, I would say most of the ones that we put in now. Just we that's our fallback. That's our default mode. Mm-hmm. We go to the comfort height and elongated bowl. So it's it's just 
Um, and, you know, I think when they first kind of showed up on the market for residential, um, for home construction, people thought of them a little more as something you'd see at an airport or a hospital. But but now they've just become the standard, and, you know, it's easier for people to get up and off, you know, up and on them. So. And they look better, too. I, they I, look nice, I, yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Just, it just looks like a... It's yeah, and if you want to get the, uh, I don't know if uh, the heated seat is part of uh, universal design, but I mean, you get the radio with the heated seat. Yes. You can outfit your toilet now. Uh, when, when we're speaking to of bathrooms, uh, you think of and you mentioned earlier um, with a shower, with you know, with with having a, the the no step, nothing to get in, you know, get from the main sh- uh, bathroom area into into the shower area. It's you start thinking about um, slippage and and making sure that that you've got good footing and, and making sure that you have non-slip floors and that's part of this as well. Isn't well, there it? are some, so we're we're pretty conscious of this when we're designing mm-hmm. a bath, um, because some some you know I mean tile is kind of king for for the floors, and some some surfaces are more you know more slippery than others. It's going to be wet. And it might be slippery. Now there's, you know, some of the some of the tiles have, that are that we're using now have that have become popular are are more textured. They have more texture. Um, we just did one uh, with uh, penny tile. It's kind of an older look with a little bit of a new twist on it. But you know, it's it's a it's a lot of individual circles like pennies, and so there is some texture there, and I think that helps. Um, some of the ones that look, you know, we have. One of the popular ones now are the they're kind of a rectangle and maybe a couple feet long and a foot wide. I don't know if you've seen these, and they you know we stagger them. They have they can look like wood and mm. they have some of that texture of of wood. So you know we're trying to trying to do it trying to trying to be there. You mentioned and uh, we talked penny tiles came up a couple of weeks ago and I I'm trying to think of who the somebody that some uh, musician she recently took a picture of her, her new bathroom with it. She says, look at my beautiful penny tiles. She tweeted about penny tiles. Yeah, and I should have I should have tagged you in because that right away I thought. <laughs> now oh, you know what you're look. looking at. Exactly. <laughs> and you mentioned slickness. I was also thinking when I was a kid, my grandparents had the house on the lake. And I remember um, the sidewalk out front had the nice, you know, the, the, the brush or whatever you do to make it uh, textured. The garage didn't have that. I remember one time as a kid running up the oh, running yeah. up into the and zoop as soon as I hit that smooth concrete, just skidded right across it. That slipper. Well, you know, and I kind of wonder about that because you know garages are are made to sweep, mm-hmm. and you know so you and you know in order to make it in order for it to sweep better, you know it's it's a smooth, very smooth texture, and we're still doing that. When those garage floors get slick, uh, you know you get a little bit of snow or ice or water on there, they are pretty slick. So. Um, We've seen people do things where they they in in the kind of walk areas. There's way there's products you can put down that that make it a little safer. What about with the with um, when we're talking bathrooms and universal design? Um, one of the things that and I don't know this and you may know the what came first here, chicken or the egg? Is I'm seeing um, uh, uh, the the sink and everything being raised up, and then still obviously we've seen pedestal sinks for a long time, but we're like the the whole countertop, the sink and everything is raised up off of the floor, and it allows it looks really neat, but in a lot of them I'm seeing it would allow somebody maybe in a chair to get very get close. closer. Yeah, right, right, yeah, and that's an advantage. You, you know, you can buy all the cabinet manufacturers ours included now. You can buy so typically that toe cake that that toe space underneath the cabinet. Mm-hmm would be four inches 
Now the the, the universal design cabinet is eight inches, oh. and it's made so that somebody with a chair can get closer. Um, you know, there are um, there are cabinets now that we can order for a, a sink in the kitchen or a sink a, a vanity in the bath where you open up the cabinet drawers and there's it's just open underneath there. It looks it looks standard from the outside. You open the drawers and you can you can roll right in underneath it. Um, that is is not common unless somebody really has a reason to put it and go to that level. I, I think people are saying, well, okay, if I if at some point there's an event that puts me there or I need to do that. You know, we're gonna we're gonna end up trading out that that cabinet and doing it. But what you're talking about is, uh, I think it started off as a style thing where a, a cabinet was just mounted to, to the wall, mm-hmm. and there's a good foot or so underneath there. Um, I think it's it 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 looks cool in the right house. It's a little bit more modern, mm-hmm. a little less traditional look, but uh, you know, very easy to clean under. There's there's a lot of advantages to it, especially for universal design. Can I bring up pocket doors or is that, you is that can, verboten? You can. <laughs> Mike's favorite conversation, which is pocket doors, but they are, uh, they do meet and conform with the universal <laughs> design, don't they? Yeah. And I'm, I've, so yeah, <laughs> you can tell a little bit of the story of, of well, <laughs> your okay. feelings I, on I them. I don't, I don't flat out hate them in every instance. I mean, they, they do really work in the design in some, mm-hmm. at some point. Uh, but you know, as a carpenter whose company puts in, uh, you know, uh, at least a thousand of them every year, <laughs> um, you know, they, they tend to have some problems sometimes and it has more to do, it, it's not design. It's just the product or it's the products that are available to, mm-hmm. to hang them and it's the process. So, uh, for the most part, I would have to admit, uh, people don't have problems with them, but when they do, guess who they call? <laughs> In a bath. So why why does a pocket door conform to universal design? And you know, like I said, you know, we were talking just before about houses getting pulled on paper or in mm-hmm. the CAD program, and you don't think about uh, somebody that's that's in that bath. And you know, these baths tend to be smaller because we're fitting them in. We're not going to have extra space in there. What happens if somebody slips on the floor and gets hurt and can't get up now? And the, and that door is swinging into the bath like normal, mm-hmm. and they can't get out of the way of that door. Whereas a pocket door, they could just slide back and and get out and get some help. So I, that that's where uh, pocket. So I, yeah, Sean's <laughs> nodding at me, yeah. and my wife somewhere is saying, "I yeah. told you, you know, there's a place for pocket doors." And, they, and pocket doors are are neat, but as you mentioned, uh, obviously very helpful as well. Um, a regular door, you have any type of issues, everything is right there. A pocket door, you have some issues. <laughs> It's inside the wall, which <laughs> it's inside the wall, so it's a little different environment sometimes. Uh, what what people don't realize is when they do have a pocket door put in, they can request uh, a much heavier set of rollers. So you mm. can, you know, I think a standard is probably about a, a hundred pound roller. That's how they. That's how they. That's what they call them. That's where they start. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we've had people in the past. That, now, if we're putting in a pocket door, we request the three hundred pound rollers. And it's it's not that the door is three hundred pounds; it's just that the rollers are so much better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to accommodate the extra weight that you know we just seem to not have the problems. He is Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. You can find them all online at edgeconstructioncompany.com, edgeconstructioncompany.com. You can learn a little bit about Edge Construction. There's also a f- couple of uh, links on the website. Uh, one will take you Facebook and then the Facebook page for Edge Construction. Got some pictures of some of the work the guys have been doing. Their house page, same thing, uh, much more in-depth, though. I will If you haven't been to house before, just get to edgeconstructioncompany.com. Click on that house link there and check it out. There's some really, really cool pictures of some of the amazing projects 
projects that the guys have been working on. Um, also, some other ideas there as well. If you're thinking about doing some home remodeling, Mike would love to talk to you. Telephone number 636-3343. That number 636-EDGE. We'll continue our conversation about universal design. We'll talk a little bit about kitchens. We will also talk a little bit about uh, kind of doing a home audit, which doesn't sound exciting. Trust me, it will be fun. Uh, we, we always make things fun about uh, just how do you know um, what may be an issue around your house. We will do all of that next. It's the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction continues right here. Welcome to the Home Remodeling Show with Edge Construction. Online at edgeconstructioncompany.com. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction. Hanging out as we do on weekends with Mr. Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction. Don't forget about the website, edgeconstructioncompany.com. That is all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. A couple of real helpful links there. One to their Facebook page, the other to their house page, H-O-U-Z-Z. Check those out. If you got an idea, I've been thinking about doing some remodeling, Mike would love to talk to you. Telephone number 636-3343. That's 636-EDGE. Talking about universal design today talking about bathrooms um we we're talking about during the break really quickly and something we haven't brought up yet mike which is lighting and we'll talk about lighting and then i want to talk about this one project that you guys are involved in but first off when it comes to bathroom lighting when it comes to universal design what are we looking for and what are we talking about there specifically yeah, and so lighting is a huge one because uh, you know, having the right amount of light is something we worry about and we talk about a lot. Uh, so we're always evaluating lighting and do we need to add and how do we add or are there any spots that we need uh, and and how we layer lighting. Uh, so I, I, I think, you know, having enough light is just a tenet of universal design and it's, it's something that's attractive and works for everybody so that it meets all those criteria. I was telling Sean about uh, a project we got that's coming up where the people are requesting a basically a, a, a pressure sensitive switch. So as you're walking into the bathroom at night, uh, LED light will come on underneath the toe kick of the cabinets. Wow. And so it'll be sort of a, a little gentle background lighting that just automatically comes on and, and helps you orient yourself and get to the switches and things like that. So, um, you know, we it started off as just asking us if this was possible. And I went, hey, you know what? That sounds pretty cool. So. And but you think about the you know how how great that could work with universal design and I I think it's and it's just another layer of lighting and it's just a simple pressure switch on the floor that you guys yeah. wire in oh man low, low voltage and, <laughs> you have uh, to show it you got to put pictures when it is it done is it almost it's not done, done, yeah, not yeah, done. No, okay it's still in the still in the works well, I got to check that out because that that does sound very very cool and um again going back to as I say very very cool one of the things with this and I I, I know I've mentioned this before but a lot of this stuff is very neat it's it's not only is it is it useful but but the impl- implementation of it it's it's some of it's futuristic some of it's just it's you know that's the most convenient thing i've ever seen um and you mentioned thing you know we start thinking about um some of the cupboard options and things coming down let's talk about showers too and we really quickly uh, talked about the no threshold showers but um not just that but also things like having a bench in the shower Th- these things again look great function great but they're also universal design yeah, and what's what's fun is that you know, like a bench in the shower. You know, we're doing a when we're doing a tile shower, we almost always try to get a bench in there, and you know, a, a lot of it's just driven by it's consumer driven where they they want the bench, they like the idea of the bench. It's also great for universal design because you need to have areas where somebody that's uh, maybe having trouble standing or can't stand for a long time can sit down. Uh, if you're in the shower and you're and you're sitting down, a, another natural 
uh, step is to, is the handheld shower head. So it mounts on a rail, and this is just getting common for us to, when we're doing that bathroom model, you have the normal shower head, and then you've got a handheld. Uh, you know, 10 years ago, people would have said, well, I like it because it helps me clean down, clean the shower out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they're saying, well, you know, I use this. It works great. And, uh, you know, it's it's universal design. Uh, another uh, another thing in the bath that can help is, is and, I, and I did not foresee this one coming, is is being able to set the temperature digitally. And for somebody with, uh, you know, it, so it was very cool. The first time I used this, I loved it. It was great uh, because, you know, you're, it was digit. You could go right to the temperature you liked, and it, and it worked great. Um, now there's product out there that where everybody in the family can have their own preset. You can, <laughs> and it and it's universal design because somebody that's that's struggling a little bit or has an injury or you know whatever their deal is doesn't have to stand there for a long period of time trying to set the temperature. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's just goes right to it. That is. V- <laughs> you want that now, I, don't you? I, well almost i will say that almost everything we talk about on the show like I, if i were creating a list i would i would probably put mostly everything on there i'm real quick too and we we haven't really talked much windows and it's just a very uh, quick one is there a universal design application for windows there there is um I, I would say it's it's not great yet there are some windows that have you know instead of uh you know, they're they're the traditional is the double hung encasements. Everything about those is getting a little bit easier to open. Uh, just the mechanisms for locking are are getting a little bit easier to grab and and use. Um, there there are some windows out now that have some non traditional ways to open that I'd say are much easier for somebody that has a disability. Uh, and you can search that those things out. There are some too that that you you can remotely control you can you know push a button and, and it'll open now to do a whole house and some of these things can be kind of expensive mm-hmm. cost prohibitive but um, it's something to pay attention to at least know what's out there for options and then one final thing is um, we talked about handrails when we we started the the hour off talking about um, the old kind of that ADA example of you know it was very obvious the handrails the stainless steel bar in the bathroom um, one of the nice things with the universal design is the handrails and the support is there, but it, it's not obvious. It's not something they go, oh, hey, look, there's a big stainless steel bar in the middle of your bathroom. Well, and, and so uh, one thing that's helping us there on the design side is there, like you you were you were mentioning, there's there's a there's there's different options now. There's a lot more options than there used to be. It used to be it was just a kind of a brushed stainless steel looking thing. Now we can find product that that matches the finishes on their fixtures in the mm-hmm. bath, their faucets and and shower heads and things like that. Um, and also there's some other options with with even towel bars and toilet paper holders that are just made strong enough so somebody can get up on them if they need to. Now you need to have some something behind the wall, some yeah. some sturdy framing back there to attach to for this stuff to work. So whenever we're doing a shower, we're trying to foresee the future and put the blocking in back there so that in case somebody did want to add a grab bar at some point, we know they could. Real easy to yeah retrofit fit it as long as you've got the, when you're in there, you're laying the groundwork and putting the reinforcement there. He is Mike Tuig, owner of Edge Construction, the website edgeconstructioncompany.com. That is all one word, edgeconstructioncompany.com. A couple of links there, one to the Facebook page, the other to their house page. Check out the work the guys have been doing. But thinking about doing some home remodeling, Mike would love to talk with you. The telephone number 636 3343. That's 
636-EDGE. This is the Home Remodeling Show brought to you by Edge Construction. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. 